was last. Turn back the clock. Goldberg is back. It's all about who's next. I'm next. For the Universal Championship. Imagine that usually only happens in your dreams. The icon, the big dog, Spear versus Spear. Goldberg versus Reigns at WrestleMania. Hello and welcome to Neutral Wrestling. I'm Danny, and today I'm joined by Dan. That took a lot longer than I was expecting. Thanks, Dan. How are you? Yeah, third time lucky. I told you, Danny, it'd work. Hello, everyone. It, 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 it was ridiculous, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, right now, I've stumbled through my words. How are you, mate? You know, nice to see here. You're not dead. No, I'm still here. Still here. Still surviving. Still working. Still out every day more than I should really be. But hey. What about you? Have you had a nice week sat indoors? I, I've had a lovely time. Lovely time. I've been able to catch up on wrestling, boxing, um, some Netflix, um, and also some reading. So I've, um, I'm having a lovely time. Uh, I, 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 I can't, can't complain. Um, it is however, funny. I've been out more than probably I would have been before, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I've been like, I know you're not many, but some of like my older customers, like, you're going to laugh at this, right? So I've got an old elder customer, yeah, right? So uh, I messaged her last week. I was like, what What would you, uh, do you need any help or anything? Any shopping? She was like, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. So she sends me like this list of crafts, Angel Delight, uh, a full chicken, <laughs> um, which obviously is, a, obviously is a vegetarian I'm thinking do I really have to go and buy a full chicken so I'm there talking to the woman behind the meat counter thinking you fucking murdering bitch anyway well sorry about that but anyway sorry but yeah so anyway so I drop it off yeah right and I'm cleaning the windows yesterday and I was like if you need anything else just let me know so she, I get a message last night um, can you get me some uh, wood decker paint, please? They're about 35 quid. Um, Wix is short, but they do a click and collect. <laughs> I was like, flipping X meant to be for essentials, and she wants to paint a shed. But <laughs> she must be bored, bless her. So, yeah, I'll be making the trip tomorrow, probably to B&M or Wilkinson's looking for paint essentials as ever. But, hey, so in times where I can't even see my daughter, I'm still having to go and buy paint for people. But, hey... So, Danny, what have you been watching while you've been indoors? I've only had one day, really, of being inside, and that's today watching stuff. So, I'm curious. What have you been watching? Well, to be honest with you, I haven't been watching a great deal of wrestling this week. Um, I caught up, and then, obviously, we're on Saturday now, um, and I normally wait for uh, ITV to show AEW. Um, I haven't watched uh, the NXT. I generally don't watch a Raw and SmackDown anyway. So, Wrestling-wise, I've watched very little this week. The one thing I have watched is the um, both episodes of the Dark Side of the Ring, the Chris Benoit story, um, yeah. which I've got to say has been absolutely fantastic. Um, very well done. Um, tried to show an arc of the story of um, his son um, and Nancy's sister and the road they've taken. and it, It's very... It's very interesting. A few things I didn't know as well, so that was always good. But it was very much based around Eddie and Chris. I thought it may have been 50-50 in terms of, especially the first episode, talking about Eddie and talking about Chris. So it was nice to see uh, both of them being talked about. 
Yeah, it was. Um, you obviously watched it earlier in the week. I just downloaded. Uh, I couldn't. It wouldn't work, you know, on the actual Viceland site or whatever. So um, I just downloaded it as just as one. So I didn't even realize it was in two parts. But oh, it was. It was an emotional roller coaster. I was actually. I was talking to. Um, uh, to a girl that I know, and I said, I said, I think you'd probably like this. I'll, well, not like it. I said, we'll download it and watch it. And then I'm sat there today, and I thought, do you know what? I'm going to be that invested in this. I'd sooner just watch it on my own. So I'm watching it, and it just brought everything back. Like, do you know what I mean? From around the time of it. Like, because obviously the Eddie, uh, the Eddie Guerrero death was like, what was it, like 18 months in between to the Chris Benoit death? And it was just like yeah. the Chris Benoit death. I mean, I remember being sat there. Um, the Sunday night, I think it was, was it Vengeance? It was it was one of them, maybe Vengeance, I'm thinking. Anyway, um, obviously it was meant to be Chris Benoit versus CM Punk that night. And I remember thinking, this oh, this is like a dream match. And then you sat there thinking, they replaced, if you remember, they replaced Benoit with John Morrison. Yeah. Um, and then obviously I think the next day, that was when all the news came out. Um, at the time I was just finishing high school. So at that point, I was just bumming it about every day, sat in my mum's spare room watching wrestling after wrestling. Um, that Monday night, watched the Chris Benoit tribute show. Um, I think it, I think it showed the full Royal Rumble match in from that year, well, from the three years before that Benoit won. And then obviously the next, that was when the news began to filter through what had actually happened. You had Vince, as it showed on this documentary, like basically say that they won't ever mention Chris Benoit again. Um, so it just basically brought it all back because, like, as wrestling fans, it's I, I'm actually curious to see the reaction of someone to this documentary that isn't a wrestling fan. Because for me, I was thinking, well, I wonder what it'd actually be like. Because for me, I, I said to you before we come on air, I, I was in tears two or three times. I think, do you know what I mean? When like it was going on about Eddie, you know, Eddie, Eddie's passing and stuff like that, and then at the end, um, when the uh, David and Nancy's sister like reunite and hug that was like do you know what I mean that was quite emotional at the end so I was just wondering if it obviously we know everyone in it we live through it all we have memories of it all so I was just curious what it'd be like for an outsider but I don't I know think, I think it was I think it would ring true with everyone you see all these crime dramas um, that have, have been appearing on Netflix and Amazon Prime I think people can understand it, you know, just the, the human emotions of it. Um, it was, it, as I say, it was very good. It was um, nice to hear from the likes of Dean Malenko and, um, you know, guys who, who Chris Jericho, close to them. I think it did leave out quite a lot of the circumstantial happenings. I remember um, seeing, I think it was... Um, Oh, handwriting and something. It was a very popular American news program, and um, Bret Hart was on there, and Jericho was on there, and Kevin Nash actually kicked off at this. I think her name's Nancy Grace, um, and said that it's not, it's not Roy Rage. And she said, "Well, how can you, how can you say that it's not?" And he's basically saying, "I've taken steroids. Have you?" Um, and I know what it what it feels like, and what it's you know, roid rage doesn't last for um, over two days, which is obviously basically when he from when he murdered Nancy to when he murdered um, Daniel. And so, who was it who was saying that they've taken? It was, sorry, Ke I missed that. Kevin Nash, um, right? And this was on the news, and he he wiped the floor with her, and um, she was one of these quite sensationalist 
uh, broadcasters, maybe a lot like Piers Morgan. Um, but it, it, as I say, he completely wiped the floors with that. And I, I think there was all sorts of people who come out the crack. So talk like that when the whole news media were talking Roy Drage, Roy Drage, Roy Drage all the time. And a number of wrestlers coming out and saying, this isn't Roy Drage. This, you know, we'll have to wait till the toxicology reports come back. And it seems to be proven since that it's, um, although he was taking steroids and stuff, it, it's a, a lot of the abuse has come from uh, concussions and the way that his brain has, uh, you know, was injured uh, throughout his career and got continually worse. Yeah, what I found strange was, you know, when they got Christopher Nowinski to come in um, and do, you know, like, they, they like found out about this at the C, what was it, CTE, CET or whatever. Um, yeah. I thought, why, why was it like Christopher Nowinski that was doing that and not like the police? Or was it like a joint effort or something? Like, why well, did they have to go in independently and get Christopher Nowinski to do it? Well, the police, they, 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 as far as they're concerned, they found out it was a double murder homicide. And it's, you know, it, 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 it's basically, they'll take the toxicology reports and from what they'll say that they found a certain amount of testosterone and a certain amount of alcohol. But that's just, you know, that that's just part of it. It doesn't prove one way or another. Christopher Nowinski actually did it independently, and I think it was a, quite a few years later, um, or maybe a year later, because he approached Chris Benoit's dad to ask him to do it, because Chris Nowinski was obviously a very intelligent guy. He'd come out of Harvard. I think that was his gimmick when he was in WWE. Yeah, it was. Um so this is why the police hadn't asked him to do it or hadn't asked him to assist. It was just something he'd done out of research. Right. So the toxicology report, though, is completely separate to that then. Because they, I didn't feel like they went into actual much detail, you know, about... No, it, it like, is. I mean... It was, was a few months after, weren't it? Because I remember at the time, just off the top of my head, I remember thinking that the toxicology report came out, like, maybe six weeks after or something. And then it, like, sort of, like didn't clear WWE, but it like, it probably went the way that Vince wanted it to, you know, because it showed yeah. it on the show where he was saying, look, let's like, let's just not like get carried away. Let's just wait for this toxicology report to come out, which obviously I think it showed. They didn't mention this in, maybe they did mention it, but I was reading up about it a few years ago. I think it was saying like he had the, the brain of an 80 year old Alzheimer's patient or something like that. Yeah, and that that would have come from Nowinski's report, not from right, the toxicology. Right. Toxicology just basically says what um, what alcohol, what drugs you have in your system. I think it measures the bloodstream. Um, so that that was it was slightly different, but it it was you know what what I was basically saying was I would have liked to have heard a bit more about the the uproar that it caused in the country at the time um, because. People who, who didn't know WWE knew about this or didn't know wrestling knew about this, and not just one or two, a lot of people. Um, I think it, from my recollection, it happened a couple of days before my birthday. Um, and it was it was, it was was shit because, obviously, I think I said a couple of weeks ago on one of the podcasts when we were talking about CM Punk, um, you know, when you, you wanted our guys to come through, like the, the you know, the, the skilled the skilled guys from the Indies and the territories that are coming up and making it in the land of giants, which is WWE, you know, it, it didn't happen very often. The first one that it probably happened to was um, Benoit. And then we see how that turned out. 
and then that was followed by CM Punk, and then he quit and he's turned his back on wrestling or whatever. Um, and then finally, the the last one it was Daniel Bryan, and and obviously he's he's gone on to shine, but again he had to retire for a couple of years, and this is what I was saying, but. Chris Benoit was the one, he, he, all like the, the the fans who liked the technical style and a, a map-based, right? we all loved Benoit, more in it for the wrestling than the characters. He was our torchbearer. And then he kills his family, and you're like, ah, shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just... And to be honest with you, like what you were saying, I felt as well like... This could have really been like a six-part Netflix drama. You know, like... Yeah. I'm trying to think of like an example. Say like The Staircase. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Um, That was like six, seven parts about whether or not a guy murdered his wife. Um, But, yeah, I think they could have... Yeah, For the time that they got, I thought they did a really good job with it. But I was like, when you you were saying at the start, like, it it was like excellent... It, I feel bad even saying that it was excellent. It was excellent the way they produced it, but obviously for people like us who are like involved, like every wrestling fan has felt an effect, whether they know it or not, of what happened with Chris Benoit and his family. Every wrestling fan will have had some form of effect, whether it's how matches take place in this day, how you felt at the time. People will have looked down the noses at wrestling fans at the time even more so. Um, the effect that it's had on the wellness policy after that, all these things, of everything stems back to that for the effect that it had in wrestling over, what, the next 13 years? If it was th- how was it 13 years ago? How was that 13 years ago? How did I leave school 13 years ago? But anyway, it is just crazy. But I don't know. I, I tell you what, I was sat there watching this and I thought, all the news in the world at the moment, all the, like one of the worst periods in terms of like world health in well, definitely in our lifetimes. And what do we choose to do as wrestling fans? Oh, let's watch a two-hour, one-hour-and-a-half documentary about a wrestler that kills himself and his family. <laughs> Sat watching that this morning, thinking, do you know what I mean? I could have just watched like a nice upbeat comedy, maybe Mike Bassett's England manager or something. But no, Chris Benoit documentary. But hey. <laughs> Well, it is, but I agree. It could well have been that. Um, it could well have been that six-part Netflix documentary, and it, you know, it was good. It was presented well, and I think it reminded us a lot of what it is. The, I've got to say, the, every episode of the first series, of Dark Side of the Ring, was was really good. I enjoyed. I think the only one that that I didn't enjoy as much was the um, the Fabulous Moolah one. Because it, it all seemed very, very much like hearsay. There wasn't anything actually proving it. It was one person saying one thing and then another person contradicting that. So that was the only one that I thought was not as great as the rest. But every single episode of the first series was absolutely fantastic as well. Yeah, I think I only watched the Von Erichs one and the one about Brett and Sean where Jim Cornette stole the show. <laughs> Yeah, no, the the, the, the Macho Man and Liz one was very good as well. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely recommend going and have a look at all of that. Um, yeah, just to wrap up on it, Danny, um, for anyone who's like listening or whatever, who's thinking, should I watch it, should I not? I'd say it might not be the easiest watch, but if you're a wrestling fan, definitely I'd say watch it. Make sure you watch it. It was, for me, the, I, from this year, I'd say the two most, not must, well, most must-see things i've seen 
in wrestling that isn't actually a wrestling show is probably this and maybe the uh was it Broken Skull with uh, The Undertaker and Stone Cold? They're probably the two that stand out of things that... If you're bored in this time where you're in isolation, maybe watch the Benoit one and the Stone Cold and Undertaker one. For Maybe if you're looking, maybe if you're looking for a bit more of an uplift in mood, watch the Stone Cold and Undertaker <laughs> one. Yeah, but, that's, <laughs> that's probably good. But it was good. I think we'll, we will move on now. And uh, we've got to talk about the big dog. Dan, what's, uh, what's your thoughts? What's your knowledge? When did you hear and what do you think? Well, yeah, so Roman Reigns has obviously pulled out of WrestleMania. I've been trying to avoid all wrestling news, really, because I don't want to be spoiled for anything. Do you know what I mean? It's bad enough that we can't go to WrestleMania, let alone it's bad enough that they're doing it in front of nobody, which to me is an absolutely ridiculous decision. But the fact that I don't want to be spoiled on anything, but yeah, Roman Reigns pulled out of his match with Goldberg. I think... From a health-wise, it obviously he's recovering. Do you know what I mean from cancer and stuff like that? He's definitely at risk from it, so he should be nowhere near other people right now. So that was the right decision. They should have made this decision weeks ago, um, certainly at least a week ago. Um, but hey, they've made it now. It's the right decision. Um, I think this it, out of all the matches at WrestleMania, this is the one match that really does need a crowd as well. So it's not going to hurt if they throw. I don't know, they might be throwing maybe Braun Strowman, someone like that. No one really interested in that match. No one's really interested in this WrestleMania. So have that match there. Save Goldberg and Roman for, I don't know, SummerSlam if it takes place. So next year's WrestleMania, Goldberg can still move at that point in time. But yeah, it's the right decision. Ooh. To be honest with you, Danny, although like next weekend, don't get me wrong, I'll be sat there excited on the day to watch these two shows. Um, I'll probably be sat there thinking, Jesus, I should be in um, Tampa right now. But for me, I just think they should, it should be cancelled. But well, it's not going to be, so... No, it's not. It's not. I mean, there, there is a reason. Um, there's a commercial reason why it's going on that we don't know about. As I said previously, whether it's to do with sponsorship or whether it's no, to do with... Uh, I'm not it, even it, talking about that. I mean, from a health point of view, I think it's just ridiculous. I, I, don't, I generally don't think Raw should be taking place... Dynamite should be taking place. WrestleMania should be taking place. Every other sport has shut down, yeah? Just just scrap it. I'm not in the mood, really. It's like I've tried to watch Dynamite this week, and I'm sat watching Kenny Omega, Sammy Guevara in front of nobody. And I'm watching it thinking, I just don't care to watch wrestling right now. I can't like I can get into maybe segments. Like I watched a Chris Jericho, Matt Hardy segment. I can watch that, but just for wrestling, I just can't get myself into it, especially when it's in front of nobody. And the Kenny Omega-Sammy Guevara match for just pure work is going to be better than anything we see at WrestleMania. So for me, just forget it. Everything, wrestling ain't important right now. Football ain't important right now. Do you know what I mean? We've got years and years and years on the WWE Network if we want to go and watch wrestling that we can watch. There's no point in even slightly risking anybody. So for me, I just don't think it should take place. But... Like you say, there's other reasons away from health that is stopping that. Yeah, I mean, I've got to be honest with you, I don't want to, um, like, the, the, from a health point of view, it probably shouldn't be happening in terms of the such the close contact and what have you that people are, are going to have um, when they're wrestling each other. But I've got to say, I'm, I'm much more preferred that it's on than it's off. Um, I think a lot of people, um, especially wrestling fans, will be will be glad of it because 
it's a distraction and it's something to do. It's something to forget about the current circumstances. Although you feel like you don't want to be watching wrestling at the moment, it doesn't mean that everyone's the same. Um, I, and I've got to be honest, I think this may be a, well, a welcome distraction for a lot of people, even if they're moaning about it. Matt, see, I just think, like, I'd sooner go back and watch last year's WrestleMania. Are you going to be watching this, Danny? Although I said to you last night, it's like going to be historic. In 20 years' time, people will look back and be like, flipping it, that was crazy that all that happened, right? When we're watching this next Saturday, we're going to be constantly reminded of what's going on, purely from the fact that there's nobody in the crowd. Do you know what I mean? There's nobody in the crowd at all. So it's it's not like we're going to forget about it for five hours and it's going to be brilliant. We're going to be constantly reminded of it when there's no noise from the thing. And I do know what you mean. It will provide a distraction for some people. But I was sat there yeah. watching Dynamite, Danny, yeah, right? So you've got, like, six people in the ring, yeah, right? You've got three people on commentary. You've got camera guys, yeah, that are all lined up, yeah, filming. You've got – I was surprised they, they did this, to be honest. You've got – I don't. I know you've not seen Dynamite, right? But they basically, you know, like, back it's picture – do you remember when they did the betting thing where you had like the APA backstage and they was constantly gambling throughout the show? Yeah. They basically did like a more 2020 version where they're like, there's like six guys in like a small tight dressing room, yeah? Right? Where they're just betting about the wrestling matches, yeah? People in and out. And there's no like, they're not like a metre away from each other. They're right on top of each other. And to me, I don't know if America maybe is a week or two behind us, but I'm watching it thinking... Everyone's like preaching about social distancing. You've got six people in a really tight dressing room, all on top of each other. None of them live in the same household. I know it's different in America, although some places are on lockdown. But I'm just, I don't know. I, if if this, put it this way, there's not a chance that these wrestling shows would be taking place in the UK. If WrestleMania was in the UK and it was a UK promotion, it would have been cancelled by now. Yeah, it would have. But it isn't, and um, you know... I think that probably. I bet you can't thing. wait to do this WrestleMania preview show next week with me. <laughs> I think the best thing is you've got to. It is what it is. It's going to be not what we used to, but we've just got to take the best of it. If this time being sat in and doing nothing has not made us aware of anything, but to appreciate the things that you know we enjoy, then it, it, it would be silly to look at it any other way. Um, but I do understand the health fears and if. People, are, you know, I do get that side of it, but we have got to try and embrace it and we have got to try and enjoy it. Yeah, I, I, no, I do know what you're saying. I think there's two arguments to it, but I just think... There, it, there it is, there's definitely, there's definitely a number of different sides to it, but you see, the thing is, it is going to take place. So while it is taking place, let's just move. Let's just try and... Look Has forward. it actually been taped? Because as I say, I've been avoiding everything. Has it actually been I, recorded now? I, I honestly don't know. I believe that it was. It is supposed to be getting taped over the course of Wednesday and Thursday. Right. Um, I don't know whether that was last Wednesday or this coming Wednesday um, because obviously there's going to be certain restrictions. You're not going to have a crew of 300 people uh, all in one place at one time, so they'll do them in yeah. segments, I would imagine. Um so it, it's something to look, for, look forward to. But we will get into it a bit more when we get to uh, the thing. What's quite what I've just had a quick scan through is I can't see where either Roman Reigns on his official Twitter account or on the WWE's Twitter account have said he's out. 
Um, I know Ryan Satin was the one that was reported it, and he usually gets things at least half right. Um, but I can't see where WWE have. And I, I, as I say, I might be wrong. I have only just scanned over the uh, things. So uh, can they make a story out of it? I know that this isn't a spoiler um, because it's been played on Instagram and it's been played on Twitter and what have you. But obviously, Matt Riddle is calling Goldberg out um, for, for a match at WrestleMania, um, which, let's be honest, would make perfect sense. From a selfish point of view, I'd like to see Goldberg and Riddle down the road. I think it makes more sense to do it down the road. But that's uh, that's another option that might happen. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Danny. Gold, give, like I say, this WrestleMania is just, let's get through it. Let's get yeah. the matches done. Let's wrap up and do whatever. Yeah, Give us Goldberg against Strowman, Goldberg against, I don't know, Nakamura. Any, a match that we're not actually, do you know what I mean? A match that's just, yeah, just there to get the match over and done with or whatever. I don't think you need to be doing. Goldberg Riddle, for me, is the sort of match that, say if, say if it was built up well, yeah, and that match was taking place at a Survivor Series, yeah, I'd be messaging you saying, should we just go? Do you know what I mean? That's For <laughs> me, that match is top three dream matches right now in WWE and wrestling. I want to see that. Yeah, so for me to waste it at like a, do you know what I mean? Just like an impromptu match. It's just in front of no crowd. It's just, I don't want to see that. I think, I don't even know. It's weird because I'm guessing, I'm assuming that Goldberg was going to lose to Roman at WrestleMania. So what do they do? Keep the belt on him. And then, I don't even know. To me, that I just think like, WWE should wrap it up after WrestleMania, yeah? And then just like they've been doing, just have like two months, whatever, of just doing documentaries or something, you know, on Raw, stuff like that. Did, did, did you watch NXT last week? I didn't, know. Right, well, I was just before we started recording, I had it on, and um, they basically, I'm only about 40 minutes into it, but mm. they basically just did a whole recap of the Johnny Gargano to Massa Champa feud. It was great. I've only like three quarters of the way through it or something, but it was great. Like it proper, it made me want to see the match. It re- rewound back the last four years, told me little things I might have forgotten, stuff that I didn't know. It was just like, it was like an, a 45 minute hour package where Gargano and Champa are both being interviewed about their perspectives on the story. Really good. I'd really recommend it, Danny. Yeah. yeah if you well, get like a spare 45 minutes, watch yeah. it. Well, the, the the other thing was we've got to talk about, I think, Blood and Guts should have took place on Thursday night, wasn't it? Or Wednesday night. Um, the War Games-esque um, AEW show. And that's now being postponed. Were you looking forward to that? No. No. Like, well, I, I wouldn't... Well, thanks for that, Dan. We'll no. close on that. You know, I know, but you know what I mean? <laughs> to me, a month ago, if you said to me, were you looking forward to it? I'd be like, no. We we were gonna be in Tampa, so we probably I probably wouldn't have even watched it, um, if truth be told. But like I don't know, it's the right decision to postpone it, save it for another time, put it on. I don't know. I think double or nothing will probably be cancelled. Maybe have it main event all out, or they can just have it as like like they were gonna do a two hour TV special or whatever. But yeah, speaking of AEW, I think obviously like Brody Lee, Matt Hardy now being in AEW, um. I don't know. It's quite. It's a. Sh- it's one of them. It's a shame that it wasn't in front of a live crowd. Their debuts, 
Yeah. Like you said, it sort of gave people something to talk about other than, well, wrestling fans. It gave wrestling fans something to talk about other than this coronavirus. Yeah, and considering it was in an empty arena, I think I thought it was done quite well. Yeah. I like the the fact that you could hear um, the drone coming in. You know what I mean? I could, I, I like that. Um, and then to just see my, I thought it was quite well done. So I'll give them the props there. They used the situation to their advantage. Um, regarding um, Mania, um, we should have been going on Sunday. Have you got any anything that you're going to do to, uh, you know, to, to take your mind off things? Are you going there? There's not much you can do at the moment, but have you got any plans? to do anything on WrestleMania Eve. Yeah, but I don't know if they can be spoke about on this podcast. <laughs> uh, okay, and we'll move <laughs> swiftly on. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. Um, tomorrow's going to be like, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to be sat there tomorrow thinking, oh, I should have been flying today. Well, we should have been. Technically, what we'd be doing now, packing our cases, getting ready to head down to London tomorrow. Yeah. Meeting up at the Travel Lodge, maybe going to watch basketball at the Copper Box before flying on Monday. But speak for yourself, I should be drinking in the King's Head off Bond Street at the moment. Um, because oh, I'll be going, going down the day earlier. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, but instead I'm sat here talking to you and no pints anywhere. Um, but yeah, so we'll, uh, I'm sure we can come to all that more in the, uh, in the next episode where we preview Mania with Tebs. Um, I'm going to have a little watch of some stuff today to get myself through the day and catch up on a, a few uh, few wrestling things. I've got to say as well, um, I know I mentioned the other week, if you haven't watched it and you are looking for something to watch, NWA Power, absolutely fantastic. Um, I've really caught up on them. I've really enjoyed every single one of them. So that's another shout-out. What would you recommend for people to have a look at other than the Benoit documentary? trying to think not i don't know what wrestling wise and non-wrestling wrestling wise eh, i don't really know i'd say i like my favorite thing i've watched this year like i said was the stone cold undertaker i thought it was two hours and it by the time it had finished i wanted it to carry on but if you're looking um i saw chris jericho had dropped a talk is jericho with Brody lee um that might be interesting. You'll hear Brody Lee talking about Vince McMahon, stuff like that, from what I've read. Um, so, yeah, if you're looking for, like, to kill an hour of your time, maybe that. If you're looking for greater, greater things to listen to, maybe go back in our archives and listen to our three-hour podcast about our experience at WrestleMania 34. I listened to that about six weeks ago now, and I loved it. I'm not like one to two our own, or probably because we lived it, but just listening to you, Sean, myself, talking about our experience at New in New Orleans, which was for me my, the favourite trip, WrestleMania trip that I've attended. Um, but yeah, there's, pl- there's plenty of things in there. But I tell you what, I bet Netflix are making an absolute killing during this. While other businesses are floundering, everyone's going to be watching Netflix, aren't they? Yeah, well, and Amazon I mean- Prime and whatever else. I think um, as well, WWE have made a lot of the WrestleManias free on the network to non-subscribers as well, um, which is a really good move for them. I think there's a lot of people that should be commended. A lot of wrestling companies that are going out and putting stuff on for free. Colt Cabana put up the um, the first 
um, Road Diaries with Daniel Bryan and um, Sal Renato, um, free online on his Patreon page. I rewatched that the other day. That's a very, very good show. Um, so yeah, the, the, there is there's a, there's a lot to watch and there's a lot to uh, to keep you in good moods. Yeah, if Ring of Honor cancelled the Supercard show yet, I know they, they had, they have. Yeah. All right, I know they hadn't when I checked like about five days ago or something. Thought that was a bit strange. Yeah, they they cancelled it on uh, via Twitter. Um, a couple, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Maybe they just haven't updated the website. Right, right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, was was there anything else we wanted? So obviously, we're trying to save our WrestleMania talk for the preview show with Tebs. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think. What's your plans for the rest of the weekend, Danny? Well, as I say, going to watch uh, a bit, catch myself up a bit more on the um, on WWE on AEW, and um, I've also been watching a lot of uh, documentaries about uh, freestyle wrestling, so Olympic wrestling. It's a guy called Jordan Burroughs. There's a really good 45-minute documentary on um, YouTube about him um, and, you know, understanding a little bit more about where some of the holds that we know um, have come from. That's good. Also, if you are into amateur wrestling, um, Team Fox Catcher documentary and the Fox Catcher film, um, that's really, really good to have a look at also. And if you haven't checked out already, if you type in uh, wrestling, on Amazon Prime, there's so much stuff on there, whether it's Chicago, whether it's Memphis, whether it's USWA, there is so much stuff on Amazon Prime, so go and check some of that out as well. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll we'll leave you with that. We'll be back on what, Tuesday, Wednesday to post our WrestleMania preview show. I am off to go and speak to my daughter through the window with a two-metre <laughs> distance. What a weird situation. How can I complain about missing WrestleMania when something as unimportant as missing WrestleMania is happening while I'm having to do this? But, hey, that's the world we live in for the next few months, I guess. But Well, stay safe, mate. And, uh, you know, we've just everyone keep, keep well and keep safe. Yeah. See you next week. See you later.